Hey guys, and welcome to Real Talk. We are here with Dope It Roots and I, Carlos Mora. If this is your first time on here, like I always say, lucky you because this is the realest podcast out there. And if you don't believe us, look at our reviews. <laughs> but, um, and if you're just coming back again to listen to us, thank you guys so much. You're part of the familia. You know we love you guys. And, you know, you guys are honestly amazing. Don't but, forget to leave a review. Don't forget to follow us. We're on Instagram at, at Real Talk LA. So like I said, if two times a week in enough for you, you can find us on there. But um, Ruby, so what are we going to get into today, girl? Um, so this one, we're actually going to do a part two for the previous episode. If you haven't uh, listened to our previous episode about um, if only Mexicans party, I mean, uh, invested as much as they partied, um, this is actually part two. So I recommend for you to listen to part one so you can understand part two. My um, good friend Esmeralda actually encouraged, well, she didn't encourage, she encouraged me by what she, she gave me constructive feedback and uh, she encouraged me and then I encouraged Carla to do a part two to this only because um, we were kind of talking um, with a little bit of aggravation and... Conversation like, like yeah, you guys know that you know like our 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 podcast episodes. It's really just a conversation, right? It's not like other car other other talks or, or or shows where it's like they do due diligence and you know they look into the topic they talk about and then they talk about it. Ruby and I, we just kind of we're talking as if we were talking on the phone. Yeah, so we yeah. kind of um, we actually started that podcast because of that. Um, so we just get into a topic, like we choose a topic, and then we start talking about it right here. We don't prep anything or anything like that. Um, we just get in the zone to talk. Um, so we do forget to talk about certain things. So it's yeah, great that Esmeralda was able to you know point out a couple things. Um, but yeah, so this is, I guess this is part two of the, if only Mexicans could, uh, invest as much as they party. Yes. So, um, I'm not going to get into really a lot of what we talked about in the part one, because you should go listen to part one. So you can go, you know, check out, um, just what we were talking about and our vibe and, you know, just what we were trying to get at. Um, I did come off. I felt, I mean, I always listen to our episodes over and I felt like I was coming off like, motherfuckers, you know, my parents didn't do this. My parents didn't do that. Not that I tell my parents this because I love my parents, but I felt like I did come off like that. And it's not like that. It's just, you know, certain things that I think about that they could have done or um, they maybe could have done or I think they could have done, but what they did was enough for them. So, um, what I wanted to bring up, what we didn't discuss in the uh, episode, in the previous episode, was that, you know, a lot of people, a lot of Mexicans don't have papers. They don't. They don't have, they don't have the resources, you know, they, or, or they're very afraid of, you know, of looking for help. Yeah. Like, for example, my mom is a real estate agent. I could tell you, you know, from seeing that. A lot of Mexican people, they want to buy houses or, you know, that that would be a dream of theirs. But a lot of people do fuck them over. And I've actually seen real estate agents that do that. That it's like they'll purposely target the people that don't know English, don't know how to write, you know, don't have anyone to defend themselves. And purposely target them and fuck them over and tell them to buy a house that they probably should not be buying. They probably don't have the finances to buy it for. But they'll tell them it's a good idea, it's a good investment, this, this, and that. And they'll talk to them in a way where it's like, I'm smart and I know what I'm doing and you don't, so listen to me. You know? Yeah. 
And I mean, that's not okay. And we all, and you also hear and see like in movies and, you know, and I'm sure people, um, Mexican families have like uncles or aunts or even daughters and sons that have a job where they get treated horribly because they don't have papers. They get paid under the table and, you know, we're going to treat you how we're going to treat you because this is my company and yep, you can't do shit about it. You can't go sue me. You can't go to the cops. Yep. What are you going to do? They're going to deport. Jurassic, unfortunately um but yeah um my friend actually brought this up to me and i started thinking about it like oh my god we didn't think about those things um well we didn't bring it up it's not that we didn't think about them because we know that because my parents didn't have papers my dad still doesn't have papers um but we didn't actually talk about that and i feel like we should bring up you know what a lot of mexicans Mexicans go through um, them not speaking English again. They're being them being immigrants. They're being, um, you know, not paid attention to by the USA. Um, not even cared for really. Just, just let's be honest. Um, I'm from LA, so obviously the population of Mexicans is super big. We're from LA, you know that. Um, and it's just important to like you know bring up those topics so that people can know that we we do see that and we are aware of that and um yeah i just uh, and i mean esmeralda also brought up a really good point um when i was reading over what she said that the first generation needs to do more to help their parents you know needs to do more to cooperate um and i do uh, i do agree with that because you know it's seen it's said and done where there's a lot of kids or i mean i say kids but you know like us 23 yeah. 22 21 and, you know, their parents don't know how to do things, you know, and they don't try to help them. They don't try to teach them, you know, and that's not okay because if you have all, if, if you know how to speak English, you know how to write, right? Your parents bust you with all education. You should be giving back to them in that way. But, you know, I can also tell you guys from experience that there is plenty of times where they don't want to learn. Yeah. You know, and that's the hard part. Or they just simply think that because you are younger that you don't know better. I could honestly I could learn about something and know it to a T. Yeah. And try to teach it to my parents and they would still disagree. Unfortunately. Just because for me it's like you're younger, you're not as wise as me. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of parents are like that. That doesn't mean that you still shouldn't try to help them, but still. You know, like, yeah. and I feel it. like with Mexican parents, um, and again, I'm saying this from my experience, they want to see it, right? Like, you yeah. could tell them all this pretty shit, but they want to see it. Like, like, well, you're still living under my, my roof. Exactly, yeah. right? And you, if you're in a Mexican household, you know that a lot of Mexican households are like 20 motherfuckers living in there. Yeah. So what I'm saying is that, you know, with the first generation, like, or and, and even us, I'm, we're, cause we're mainly speaking to people our age because yeah. we are in this age. Um, but what I'm saying is that you're, you want to teach them on how to buy a house and about loans and mortgages and retailers and whatever. And it's like, 
they don't want to learn that. They're going to fucking be like, I'm too, the first thing they're probably going to say is I'm too old or I don't need to learn this or, you know, whatever. But if you purchase a house, if you tell them, Hey mom, I bought this house or, you know, I'm getting in connections to buy this house in LA. I'm getting into connections to buy this house here, whatever. Um, I feel like that's more, you know, that, that brightens their mind and their vision on like, Oh shit. They really just purchased a house right now. Actually, they purchased two because one of them's for me, you know, so I feel like with the Mexican uh, or in Latinos in general, um, you should actually show them instead of just verbally telling them. Ver like verbal is yeah like show them and not just verbally no. tell them. I always remember something my dad tell, tells me all the fucking time. Ruby, stop telling me about nutrition. You need to go talk to these kids and you need to tell them. I mean, this is a completely different like aspect, but it's true. You need to show us, show us, and tell these kids because the kids are gonna listen to you. Yeah. But with us, it's like, how are we going to show our parents? How are we going to show our tios, tias? It doesn't, it doesn't even have to be our parents, but I'm talking about the older generation. So I feel like that's super important for us to grasp and understand that, you know, if you want to teach your parents and your parents are being, you know, neglectful on everything you're saying, I feel like you should just show them no matter what at the end of the day. You know, uh, you know looking back, because I've seen, I mean, obviously, I've seen so many times where the parents... How many times has your parent told you, oh, llámale, alguien me mandó, me mandó una letra, llámale, sabe que quieren. Yeah. You know, like, they'll make you take I just did that, like, two days ago. <laughs> they'll make you take the phone calls for them. They'll make you respond to letters for them. They'll make you, you know, write the letters for them, whatever, whatever. And guys, I don't, I don't think it's bad to help your parents. Yeah. But I think it's bad to not teach them how to do it on their own. Yeah. And I tell you this because I've seen in plenty, I've seen plenty situations where it's like, the the parent is depending on the kids figuring this a b c and d out and then the kids move out and they start their own lives and they don't know how to run their own shit anymore yeah and it's hard and you know and i also know this because from personal experience my grandma and my grandpa they they don't know how to write english or speak it i mean my grandma she knows a couple words but like speak it fluently she can't and my all of their kids take care and glad I'm glad that they do and they should but they take care of their documents everything if they need a new passport if they need fucking to go to the doctor if they need to get surgery they take care of everything paperwork and everything and although I although that's great that they do that I also feel like they need to know how to do that on their own yeah you know so because I agree with that one day it's just gonna be just you two yeah and if something happens you always have to think about worst case scenario and it's mainly just adaptation like we have to adapt to this technology that we're doing you know i'm um for example i'm like building my website and i'm the only one who's doing it but i don't know shit about commerce Shit. Ruby and I were also just talking this something else. We're I don't also know. just talking about TikTok. Yeah, like, dude, I don't know how to do TikToks and shit. Like, you have like, to adapt to those. We gotta get on that. Yeah, and it's so funny because I'm I in my mind I'm like, oh, I could do some funny shit like this. Yeah. Like, I think about those, but it's like, how do I put the clips together? You know, like you adapt to that. You have to learn. You have to tell yourself, like, hey, I don't want to do this. This shit's annoying. I don't want to learn something new. That's when you're comfortable. That's when you're comfortable when you just don't want to learn anything new. And I feel like um, our parents, especially our parents, they're super comfortable. You know, they're like, man, my, my daughter got it. I ain't got to do it. But um, I'm glad you brought that up because my mother, 
um, is working for this company and she has to put her hours online. And she's like, Ruby, can you do this for me? And I'm like, oh, come here, sit next to me, sit right here next to the kitchen table with me. And you're going to learn how to do it on your own because I'm going to, I need, I have shit to do. So I'm not going to, when you need to do it, let's say if you need to, if you haven't done it and you need to do it right away, you're, I'm not, you're not about to call me and I'm going to jump and come over here and land on the doorstep. So, um, I taught her and she's like, Oh, this is simple. You know, like she's like, Oh, this is simple. I could do it. And it's like, you know, it's super, you know, easy to do, but, um, yeah, I feel like it's mainly like just the key word is adaptation. Like everyone should adapt. We are all adapting to every environment that we're in and, a lot of parents don't want to, but um, some things or hopefully all things and I think all things should be taught to them um, because everyone does eventually yeah. live their own life, especially and their kids. That, yeah. And, you know, guys, I know that um, Mexicans, we work really hard. Right. And then yeah. sometimes, you know, our biggest excuse is we don't make enough money to buy a house or whatever. But I really think it's about what you do with that money. And I, I'm not just saying this from an outside perspective because someone can easily look at me from afar and say, well, oh, it's easy for you to say that because your situation is not that. But I say that from experience because my family, my mom and my dad, they both bought a house just working at McDonald's. And back in the day, they paid shit. Yeah. So what they were making was nothing. And yes, houses were cheaper, but it was still just as difficult, you know? So they bought a house just working at McDonald's and just knowing how to save their money, you know? My parents or my mom herself, they were never the kind of people that were worried about having the freaking Hollister jeans or having the, you know, as much as you guys are like, oh, that's not expensive. To us, that was expensive. Yeah. Buying Hollister jeans was uh, expensive. Hollister jeans are, were expensive as hell. I don't know yeah. if they're store. Does, you know, like, is that still, store still at the mall? Yeah. Yeah, it is. But, you know, like, we didn't have that those kind of jeans. We'd buy the jeans at the swap meet yeah. or it'd be, like, you know, whatever it was. But we were never showy or fancy about things. And that's why they were able to buy what they bought. My grandma and my grandpa, they don't read or speak English. And my grandma found a job. She, you know, she was cleaning up. She was, like, basically a janitor, you know. And she saved that little money she was making and she built herself a house from scratch in Mexico. Yeah. And you know, my grandpa, he got shot in the head, doesn't read or write. And he has like five, six houses. And he doesn't read or write in English. Yeah. Or, or in Spanish. Spanish. Oh shit. In anything. He doesn't read or write. He, his highest education was second grade or third grade. So, and he has those properties. And he has that to his name, you know? So, as much as I'm very understanding and I understand that it's hard out here and I understand that, hey, you gotta hustle. Yeah. But if you know you're hustling that much to make your money, you gotta save. You gotta save it. You can't just spend it as easy as you buy. And that, and that doesn't mean you can't enjoy it. But there's, like, um, as Ronda mentioned, um, we're just going back to everything she said because yeah. she mentioned so many good points. Yeah. But um, she also mentioned how, like, that's because they work so hard and what they get is mm -hmm. good for them. Mm -hmm. um, other than owning properties and stuff like that, that is their celebration. Like, having quinceañeras, having canasadas, which is understandable. Yeah. But what you said right now about the money, saving money, it's like... When do they say, like, okay, I'm done saving money. Let me 
put this money somewhere else so I can make more money. Yeah. You know, like when is that cutoff date? Yeah. You know, cause everyone, everyone lives different lives, right? Yeah. So it'd be different for you. It'd be different for yeah. me. It'd be different for someone else. But when is that time? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Cause I know a lot of Mexicans who have a lot of money saved, mm-hmm. but it's like, they want to hold on to that money. Yeah. They really do. They just want to hold on to it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, because they don't know what else to do with it or that or they haven't been taught to you know invest into little things or whatever it is but um and they mainly just like help out other organizations and things like that from my knowledge but that's what i'm i'm thinking right now like when is the cutoff date to that i feel like a lot of a lot of you know and i know this because like i said my mom's a real estate agent a lot of mexicans latinos you name it they think that to buy a house Like, they think to buy anything, you have to have it all in cash. Yeah. They don't understand that, they don't know that there are programs that help you achieve these things, that help people. And obviously, they don't know these resources are there for them because they also don't look and people don't teach them about it, you know? So, it's a little bit of both. It's, yes, we don't reach out to our people enough, but it's also, like, our people don't look for it enough either, you know? But, it just for anything... I, for example, I don't have the money to buy a house right now. If I did, I'd buy a house right now. It, there's also certain times where you should and shouldn't buy a house. Yeah. But I went to go look at houses. And I started asking my mom, like, hey, mom, like, what steps are there to buy a house? How much is the mortgage? How much is this for this house? See, but those because, are steps that we should take right yes, now. Yes, but it's just an example because, you know, you're saying like, oh, when should they stop? Yeah. You know, but you don't have to have the money then and there to start planning for something you want to achieve in the future. So if I want to buy a house in three, four or five years, I'm not just going to wake up one day and say I have enough money to buy a house. I'm going to look, I'm going to start looking into it three or four years before. Yeah. Because first of all, to even buy a house, you need at least a year to look for one. So I'm going to start finding out what I need to do now to get to get there then, you know? Yeah. And that's something that they don't know, you know, and that's understandable. That's true. But. Well, and, and, and they're built that way because, like we said in the previous episode, they want, like, money earned now. Yeah. So that means if money's earned now, that means when they have something, they got to have the money now, right then and there, to, to give so I think that's also like where it comes back to like a, it's kind of like a mechanism, right? Like it goes, okay, I earned this money at this time. I made money at this, uh, at this time. And now I got to have the money when I want to buy this, you know, and they all have cars. So they know what it is, you know, where you got to put a down payment and then you got to make certain payments or whether they buy the car off a lot and they give the money right then and there. So, yeah. And guys also, you know, I, I, it really sucks that people feel that if, I don't spend all my money, I'm not enjoying all my money. Because I feel like the best thing you can do for yourself to make you feel good in general yeah, is to know you have a little bit of money secured for if anything happens. I feel like that brings you a whole different kind of peace. Yeah, Like that just brings you so much comfort, you know? And I feel like our people, they hustle so much and they spend so much that they don't know what that is. Yeah. And that sucks. Because like this pandemic that we're going through right now. A lot of people got laid off and it's like a lot of people don't have papers. They can't file for unemployment. Yeah. They're not getting that $1,200 check. You know, so it's like, where is that emergency money at? Like yeah. you're saying right now, like you guys were spending, spending, spending. 
thinking things just going to always be cool. There ain't going to be no tornado happening. But where's the emergency money? So that's, I feel like that's a great point too, that everyone should, not even Mexicans, just everybody, everyone should think about that. You know, and I feel like our biggest thing is to, I'm not saying we should definitely be understanding to our, our parents, our families, the older generations, definitely. But I feel like we shouldn't excuse the way they've been taught for the way they do things now, because that's how you don't grow. If I, like, if I'm constantly telling you, like, oh, it's okay that you're like this because you weren't taught like that. It's okay that you're like this because you're older and this is just how you are already. You're never going to be pushed to grow. Yeah. You're never going to think to yourself, like, hey, it's not okay that I'm like this and I need to try and learn and I need to try and go out there and seek for help. But that also comes with us like that individual person wanting to do it because if there's a lot of people are just sitting on their ass and they're cool with that you know so if they don't want to learn that if they don't want to help if they don't want to show their parents that they can invest in a business or invest in Mm -hmm. another small business that has potential to grow Mm -hmm. ain't shit gonna happen you know they're just like you said they're not gonna grow they're gonna be comfortable where they're at and they're never gonna be uncomfortable being comfortable yeah so so it's also it's also it's also on our end, you yeah. know, as as the children of our parents and grandchildren of our great grandparents, to just bring up those points. And like I said, you don't have to own a house to speak to your parent or grandparent about buying a house or to even learn about buying a house. Fuck. Like you can have all this knowledge, you know, and not have achieved those things yet. But that's why you know that knowledge, you know, like. Like, you can't go to step three if you don't know what step two is. Yeah. You can't you can't go there if you don't know what it takes to get there. It's a process. Exactly. So that's why I feel like, you know, as as much as I I love our people and I love the way the way they hustle, you know, for their best interest, I really feel like they need to reach out. Yeah. You know, because we can't we can't go on about this life and just complain and be like, oh, well, nobody, nobody comes to me and nobody comes to me with all these resources. Yeah, and, you, you know, gotta go out and search for that shit. And this goes for everyone, not just Hispanics. Like, people aren't just gonna come at you and be like, oh, look at all these resources. Like, which one do you want? Yeah. You know, no, it's not like that. Even for us as millennials, we have to get out there. Yep. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you know, it's what the fuck are we going to do? What are what is the first generation going to do? What are we going to do? What are you going to do? What is everyone who's listening to this? What are y'all going to do to help your parents know this by showing them? And if they're not listening, show them. If they're listening, even better. You could show them and you could tell them. And guys also, like like I was speaking, like I was telling you guys, um, for us, if you didn't know, being a first-time buyer is, it's a it's a huge privilege, you know? They help you out more being a first-time buyer than being a third-time buyer or a fourth-time buyer of a property. But, for example, in this situation, like what we're speaking about, there's going to be plenty of times, if you are someone like us, right? Like Ruby and I are 23, 24, 21, even younger, honestly. If you're, if you're having these discussions younger, good for you. Yeah. Like even you're better. on the right track. Yeah. But 
there's going to be times where you're going to have to do things differently than your parents. You might be 21 going to a real estate office and being like, hey, how do I do this? How do I buy a house? How do I this and that? And your parents might think you're stupid. Your parents might laugh at you. Like, you don't have the money to buy a house. Yeah. What the hell are you doing talking to a real estate agent or seeing houses? You know, they might laugh at you. And they might try to belittle the way you're moving. But that's okay because you're moving different because you're going to do different. Yeah. Don't let that bring you down. And I tell you from, like, experience, like, just because you're going things at a different pace or a different route, don't let them make you smaller so and tell them because it's not bad i know that they want they're looking for our best interest yeah and they're thinking like hey. a lot of them have like tough love too <laughs> yeah they're like what the fuck are you doing and, and you know like they they feel like oh well, i'm not doing too bad i want you to do better than me but hey this route isn't so bad yeah you know but go the route that you want to go use the resources that you know how to use we know technology in, a, in an advanced and different level than our parents yes. do. So it's okay if sometimes you look crazy. Also, if anyone listening to this knows of any resources that um, are, you know, Mexican organizations or, or Latinos or anything, any people of color really um, that teach these things, mm-hmm. put them out there because, or send it to us and we can put it out there uh, for our following because it's super important we don't grow up learning these things. Yeah. Our, my grandparents did not teach my mom this. And my grandma's mom, my great-grandma, did not teach her this. Because all they were trying to do was survive. Um, so please, if you know those resources, send them to us. We would appreciate it. And we can also put that out there and, for the world. Yeah. And, you know, guys, like, I know I mentioned my mom a lot. But she specifically, a lot of people call her racist which is something I want to bring her on here for because she specifically, she targets Mexican people or Spanish speaking people because she knows that the these resources aren't given to them and a lot of people try to fuck them over. And I've seen this, you know, up close up and up in person, but she really does go out of her way to, I've seen her help people that never thought they could buy a house. Honestly, like, I and you see people who are really hard working and you never think they have that kind of money saved up to buy a house, but they do. They do. And That's what I'm just, saying. And you just don't know. They working hard, but trust me, they got money. Yeah. Like and so they don't know. They don't know that they can buy a house because like I said, they don't look into it and no one brings them those resources either. Yeah. But my mom really targets and works with Spanish speaking people who are looking to buy properties and she does this in Los Angeles and she does this in Bakersfield. Um, and she's amazing guys. She'll take you to the process. She'll show you properties. She'll show you what options you have. She'll tell you how to fix your credit score so you can buy one. And so Espanol y Inglés. Yeah. So even if you come at her and say like, hey, my credit score is shit and this, this and that, she will help you and tell you what to do and what steps to take to buy a house, which is something a lot of people don't do. By the way, I didn't even know. I went to a little seminar. Remember the one I oh, went yeah. to at South LA Cafe? Shout out to them. Um, I went to, um, I didn't know you could even buy a house with a 615 credit score. Like, you think you have to have, like, the best credit score? Trust me. Like, there's so many options, so many programs, like you were saying earlier, that I didn't even know about. Like, I was like, what the hell? If if you have this, I mean, it's obviously based on your credit score and what programs you qualify for, but there's still a shit ton. Like, a lot. And I I didn't even know about this. I'm sure a lot of people 
do not know about this either. And so. you know, a lot of realtors also they don't they don't want to struggle and work with you through that process. They're like, though, let's say they meet with you and they're like, your credit score is shit and you don't have a lot saved up for a down payment. They'll literally just be like, no, you can't buy a house. Like they'll close their doors on you or they'll make you feel stupid about not knowing certain things, which sucks. It really sucks, and I've seen it, and it sucks. And on top of that, they take the highest percentage out of the property you buy. Like, I've seen realtors know that it's a horrible time to sell a house. It's a horrible time and they'll still to, sell tell, to tell the person, like, hey, go buy this property. And they'll still do it just because they're going to get a percentage off that property. And I get it. We all need to work for our own. But it's just, like, I've seen people get fucked. And I'm, I'm saying fuck. That's so you got to know and, your shit and study it because if you don't know. Bro, and this is another example of people not listening I, my mom has like a friend, family, whatever you want to call it. They really wanted to buy a house. Really, really, really wanted to buy a house. Right? And my mom was like, right now is not the best time to buy. Like, I'm like, I want to sell you a house because I will make commission off of it. But I'm telling you right now is not the best time to buy. Like this property is going to go down and you're paying way more than what you need to pay for it. They were like, no, no, we want to buy it, we want to buy it, we want to buy it, we want a house, we want a house, we want it, we want it, it's already, it's already cheap, it's already a good price, it's already good. My mom was like, trust me, you could save more money, wait. No, 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 I want to buy it, like, like, yeah. Andy. Some people get so, crazy about that, too. So my mom was like, okay, I'll sell you that house. Sold them that house. Damn. Next thing you know, they lose money. Don't say they didn't tell you. You see, like, that's what I'm saying, like, you have to, you know, you can't be so hard-headed. Yeah. Like, like Especially when it comes to situations like that, like a property, things like this. It's not like you just buying shoes. Yeah. Also, going to that seminar taught me, like you said, realtors will fuck you over. They even said that, like, make sure you're talking to them and they're interested in everything you have to offer them. Your money, your savings, your credit score, what you got money on the side, what what kind of house you want, how many rooms, all, all that. Like, make sure they're invested and, like, fully attentive to what you want. Because some people just be like, oh, cool, you have this, cool, cool. All right, here. Yep. We got this for you. What Do you want it or do you, do you just... And they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. Like, my mom's been put in a situation where she was working with this realtor was working with this property owner, right? And they wanted to sell that house. Mm -hmm. And my mom had a family that wanted to buy that house. And because my mom was bringing in that person, she would have to get a chunk of her percentage. But if she was to go and find a, a, a buyer, uh -huh. she wouldn't have, she would get commission times two for the person that's buying and the person that's selling. Oh, uh, I see. But is that but, how that works? Yeah. But if, but she, because she didn't want to give my mom a percentage, she said, fuck that family. And she said, the the seller's not interested. The seller's not interested. But then the, the family that was on my mom's side was contacting the seller. And the seller was like, yeah, I want to sell it to you. But the but you see, like, her his agent wasn't telling my mom that. Yeah. Because she was trying to make what was what was best for her. She was like, fuck everyone. Fuck the family that wants the house. Fuck, fuck, my, fuck my mom, the realtor. You know, and fuck the property owner. I'm going to find someone else that wants to buy it. And... I'm going to get double commission. Don't give a fuck. They don't care. They don't care. See, but when you do the job, it's kind of like selling something, right? You're trying to sell a product. You're trying to market a product. Mm -hmm. Who is it? This is your product, but who is it about at the end of the day? Yeah. 
the person that's going to buy it, are they attracted to whatever they're buying? And who are they going to... Yeah, and are they going to tell other people about you, about your product? That's what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot of people like that, too. That's crazy. I mean, and that's just like a selfish act. Yeah, and a lot of people are selfish. Yeah. You know, but that goes back to, That's with so many things. That goes back to, guys, whether whether you have a parent that's looking for a buy to buy a house or you're looking to buy a house always look for options you know i say that as a like as our our older generations they should do the same thing like i don't think they should go to one person and be like oh like this is a person yeah no feel free to get to know other agents if they don't speak spanish they don't speak spanish that sucks for them like you're not bilingual and you fucking <laughs> like so many people speak spanish exactly like, you know like that's okay well bring me someone who does you know, like, don't be afraid There's to... over 7.5 billion people in the world, y'all. There's there's yeah. people. Yeah, like, you know, guys, don't... And I also know that some of our older generations, they feel embarrassed, you know, to go somewhere. And they speak English to them. And yeah. they don't know. But guys, don't feel embarrassed, you know. Or tell your parents, don't feel embarrassed, ma. Like, go in there and be like, pues traeme alguien que habla español. Like, like, for real, be like, I need to understand this. I need to fully yeah. understand this because I'm giving you all my motherfucking money like, that I got right here. So y'all motherfuckers need to explain this shit to me uh-huh. right. Because you're the customer, honestly. I feel like a lot of our older generations, like, although they know they're the customers, they will deal with whatever it is they get because yeah, um, that's not okay. It's like going to the, um, the soft topic, but it's like going to the doctors. Um, My grandma had like an incident when she was here and we took her to the hospital and the a doctor i was so fucking fed up there and the doctor um was like oh like is this your mom and i was like no this is my grandma she's like oh you damn wow you treat her like she's your mom and i'm like i just looked at him like why because i'm asking you 30 different questions in like less than a minute mm-hmm. like you know you don't go to the doctors and ask them okay but why are you prescribing me this medicine you know but you see that's to show how like the younger generations don't give a fuck about the older generation. They don't give a fuck about their parents or their grandparents. Hell no. Nah. Don't take me nowhere because I'm asking 30,000 questions. They're too busy fucking going to the fucking rave. They're too busy going to fucking ADC. They're too busy doing shrooms in the garage. Yep. But they don't ask questions when something's going on with their parents. Man, help your peoples out. Help your peoples. Help your fucking yeah. family. Help other people. And this is your friend, tell them something. Yeah. Like, like. If this is actually, I mean, first of all, if they're your friends, you should be able to, you should be able to be the outspoken person that tells them like, hey, like you should probably go talk to them or you should probably help them or you should probably say something, you know? And I get it, y'all. Y'all want a nice car. Y'all want to look good. Y'all want to have all the Jordans. Y'all want to, you know, all that shit. That's cool. I'm not saying that's not cool. I want to have that too. But if you're going to do that, do your other part too. Don't leave your peoples out on the motherfucking side while you over here stunning on everybody. And then your peoples over there with fucking chanclas are all fucking ripped. You know, like it's super simple. It's super simple, and then it becomes bigger, and then the problem becomes bigger. So just do the little work, and then you won't have to do that much work at the end of the day. Girl, I know some guys that they got a nice whip and everything, and it's with their mama's money. Like they go, they get, they they something, they get into situations, and their mamas are the ones that are over here fucking saving their asses and shit. And that is so sad to say because it's like, bro, she had you, gave you an education, and fed your stomach, and here the fuck she is. How old are you? She's over here paying for your shit still. She's still dealing with your ass. Like, and you at this age. You know, and it sucks because I want to say... I mean, that I, was with a lot of people in high school, though. When we were in high school, when we graduated, everybody got a car. Bro. 
everybody got I mean, a car. I'm not mad. I'm not mad that that I'm not mad that their parents give them cars. It's just like oh, that's beautiful. That's great. I want my parents to give me a car. That's great. You know, that's amazing. But I'm just like, what's the point? Like, it's don't get me wrong. I used to spend money real stupid, real stupid. I didn't know Same. how to fucking spend money. I was spending money real stupid. But now it's like. I don't care. I'm going to fucking buy some fucking sweats at Walmart because I don't give a fuck. And yeah. Because it's like, as much as I got these sweats from Walmart, I'm comfortable because I got money saved up. And if anything happens, like right now, I'm chilling. Yeah. It's funny. My mom and I were just talking about this. Like, my mom, the other day, where we, we had made shrimp and fish. We're having shrimp and fish tacos in the backyard by the pool. And my mom was like, you know... This quarantine is kind of nice. Like, I'm, I'm sort of glad this happened because, you know, this makes us appreciate it. Like, ourselves, a family, you know, more quality time. And I told my mom, I was like, yeah, but because you got money. Because you can make you're shrimp. You're for real. You can make shrimp and fish tacos by the pool knowing you're not working right now. And you're cool because you feel safe. You feel good because you have that money saved up. You know, like, we feel good because... We have money saved up. Yeah. But if we were if we were like those people that were it's like check come in, check go out. Yeah. We'd be stressing. You know, I also put into perspective like mom, if we were twenty people living in a one bedroom apartment, we wouldn't be this comfortable. For real. Like we wouldn't be like, Oh, I'm so glad this quarantine is happening. And it comes down for real. And it comes down to like little things like my mom had this, uh, recently we were doing like these little bags that you had to fill up with like sugar and, uh, coffee and tea and shit. And it was for, um, the Navy uh-huh. and, uh, not the Navy, the army. And, um, we, she was getting paid $300 to make 7,000. That was one order, 7,000 little bags. So she got two orders. So she made $600 and she's like, if you help me, like I'll give you money or whatever. And she asked me yesterday, actually, she was like, Hey, how much do you want me to give you for making the bags? I was like, I'm not about to tax my mom for helping me, for helping her pack these little damn bags. You know, like that could go for rent. You know, she, I know she's not making a lot of money right now. So again, it comes down to those little things. Like, could you have, could I have taken a hundred dollars out of my mom's pocket? Yeah. I could have, because I helped her, mm-hmm. and she was willing to give me that money. But at the end of the day, I still need this roof over my head. Yeah. So if I give it, to, if I just let her keep it for rent or food or it's still for you, exactly. Yeah. It's I still get some of it. So little things like that, just thoughts and stuff, um, come a long way. Other yeah. than just you know, you don't have to go out and fucking start investing and give them a whole fucking uh pamphlet on investments you don't have to do that it just comes down to little things and then you know the rest will work out itself and you know and it's crazy because they really overwork overwork you know our people yeah seven thousand little bags three hundred dollars i almost fucking slapped my mom well not slapped my mom but i was like damn you take this job i actually put myself in that situation once because um my suegra and my cuñada were like um doing like kind of like a part-time gig working uh-huh. at like inside of the factory and they were like packing glasses oh you told me about this yeah they were packing glasses you know and um i was like oh you know what like she asked me oh like you know do you want to come and work uh for a couple of days or whatever we need people 
and I knew that her transportation to and from there was like really really bad yeah and she she had some health issues so I would feel bad so I was like you know what I'm just gonna go so that this way they have the transportation to and from there so because the transportation that they had didn't have AC and stuff and it was just like really really unhealthy for them yeah so I decided to take take it on and it's just like they're literally just there packing glasses for like eight hours. That shit is and like crazy. Tags on her and like getting paid like, what I think at the time I was like getting paid like what twelve, eleven, maybe that that. But it's just like you're just there like for eight hours to be down. Packing and think about how many you do an hour, girl. I was looking at that fucking big ass pinche carton que tenía like. This shit is a lot. My neck was hurting. I had to put on my podcast and I was like, damn, I got to listen to something because I'm going to go crazy just packing these little bags, you know? And if you think about it, 7,000 little bags. And they'll press you if you're not doing them fast enough. Exactly. Like, oh, well, that was the factory though, right? Yeah. We were factory. actually doing it at my house, which oh, yeah. was super comfortable. Yeah. But thankfully, but. Yeah. No, and, the factory was, it was, it was, it was, I mean, I'm pretty sure it wasn't as bad as other places. But it was like there's dust in the air. For example, my sweater has like really bad allergies. Like you know, they're older, stuff like that. You know, so it's just like their health is definitely at risk at for risk. sure. And like for me, I'm young. So it's, I'll be fine. I'll be cool. But even then, you be you come out with your back. You like yeah. oh shit, I'm tired. You know, and and okay, that but sucks. <laughs> yeah, and that, but but you see, like, that's what I'm saying. It sucks to like be in a situation. Where I was like, well, damn, like, they were so hard to make these, like, like, when you, if I go out and buy fucking $15 ice cream, I'm gonna be like, it took me one hour For real. to deserve this ice cream. That's just crazy. Like, and that's $15, girl. So I'm just, like, thinking, like, you know, I would, I, you know, I see people spend and I'm like, damn, it took you so long to make that. For like, real. Like, and it's all gone now. And that comes down to, like, how they get treated in the workplace, right? How Mexicans get treated in the workplace and how they work long hours and they're fucking exhausted. Like, they get fucking back pains, headaches, migraines, fucking health issues, breathing issues, all kinds of shit. So, again, help your peoples out so you could rise above that occasion and you won't even have to go. You won't even have to put them through that. They're going to be chilling and you're just going to be stacking money or whatever you're doing. Like a hundred dollars for groceries, or, or like you know, like y'all are so worried about your friends sometimes. Y'all so worried about coming to the y'all so worried about followers. Y'all so I mean, uh, nah, followers are important. You're trying to do business. Yeah, but but a lot of people are not trying to do business. A lot of people are on Instagram flexing, and yeah. at the end of the day, they ain't really ain't doing shit. Yeah. So it all yeah, like you, we want all these followers and true, but do something with them. Yeah, we're talking to people right now. We're talking to people our age. We're talking to people, older people. We're talking to everybody. Yes. So, um, just stating that too, like, make your money, man. Hit him. Hit us with your podcast. We'll listen to that shit. But um, it, again, it's super simple stuff. Super little stuff that you could do. That so you could help your people out. Other people, people's family, fucking your boyfriend's family, your motherfucking aunts, uncles. And work on your own so you could give back. So you give back to your people. So you For give back real. to your mom, you know. And get a house so you could teach her how to get a house. 
Surprise her. Buy her house too, but teach her how to get one so when she wants to get her second one, she knows how to get one. Exactly. You know, when this when so and so bill comes in the mail, she knows what the hell to do with it. Or she knows, you know, how to go about it. Because nowadays, if you call anything on the phone, they'll ask you for Spanish, press two. Yeah. So they got that option now. So now it's like, all right, ma, what's your excuse now? For real. <laughs> she said for Espanol, press dos. I know. So. <laughs> <laughs> she understands that. She heard something. <laughs> yeah, guys. But I hope... You know, I hope you guys enjoyed this talk. I honestly thank you, Esmeralda, for bringing up those points. This yeah, shout out my best friend, Esmeralda. This is why we're always um, posting on our social media that, you know, anything you guys have to, any feedback you guys have to give us or anything you guys would like us to talk about, you can go ahead and send it. And, like, as as you can tell, we acknowledge it. Yes. You know? And we do something about it and we do speak on it. And we're always open to constructive feedback, to haters to good feedback to things that we missed yeah all of it um we embrace all of it and we will always speak on it and um it was this was really important because we didn't talk about this i feel like we just got into the yeah this yep and we were much calmer than the other one the other (laughs) one we were like we were we were fucking hot i was hot and um this one was more like damn like you really have to sit down you really got to think about shit and you really have to point these out and you really have to understand them and work on them and do your part because if you don't do your part you're gonna end up on the wrong side of the motherfucking world hey guys with this quarantine you either gotta hop on that bus that's moving or stay on with this quarantine people praying right now y'all motherfuckers praying but let's never stop working on ourselves. Always, we love you guys. Please support us on our Instagram page at Real Talk LA. Don't forget to leave a review. Yes, we got in so many, so many good reviews. I don't know the people. Do you know some of the people that gave um, reviews? I, I know Shirley did. I I know Jackie did. But guys, I don't want you guys to think we're telling them to leave great reviews. Like like for my for the people that we've hit up, like hey, but it would be nice. We just like hey, it'd be nice if you left a review. Yeah. Because. They can leave whatever review they want. They're going based off of what they're hearing. So it's yeah. amazing to see so much good feedback. I was like, who are these people? I'm so thankful right now. I know, like, and it's such a short period of time that we've been doing this podcast. So it's amazing the feedback that we're getting and the growth that we're going at. So thank you guys so much for the support. It's amazing. Yes, we love it. But on that note, we'll see you guys next episode. Peace.